0: Mozambique leaves its key rate unchanged. From over 924 cities, 122 countries. Cush investments brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good Morning Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse and everything business in Africa. I am Ritha dong For more follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Withadong. Your main story is brought to you by I N M Bank PLC. I N M Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. The first tranche of the $3 billion of the International Monetary Fund funding has been received by the Bank of Ghana. country will now set about implementing ambitious structural reforms in the areas of tax policy, revenue administration and public financial management, as well as steps to address weaknesses in the energy and cocoa sectors. Ondira Oganga, West African analyst with the K-Financial, walks us through some of those reforms, key amongst them being the reduction of the public wage bill. Public servants in Ghana will have to contend with lower pay soon.
1: According to the three-year International Monetary Fund $3 billion bailout package, the government must cut back on spending to meet the fiscal discipline conditionalities. According to the deal, the government must cut back public servant salaries by 0.5% of the gross domestic product. Defending the stand... The government says moderating public wage bill is key to meeting targets set by the International Monetary Fund. Speaking at the Qatar Economic Forum, President Akofuado confirmed that the government had given the International Monetary Fund fiscal discipline
2: assurances. The rationalization of government expenditures is something that we have given the assurance. The domestic revenue mobilization is absolutely critical for us. Uh, Already we are beginning to see signs of that we are uh, 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 the, the fiscal deficit to come back within uh, the thresholds that we have a law, a fiscal responsibility law in Ghana which has pegged our fiscal deficits at 5% At the moment, is way above that and the sooner we can bring that again our, uh, uh, to a more acceptable threshold the better it is for our economy. So these are all several areas of of, of, of activity that we see as being absolutely essential for the future of our country.
1: Acknowledging the economic turmoil that the country has endured this past year, the President, in his State of the Nation address, asked Ghanaians to be proud of how far the country has come and the adversities the economy has had to endure and will subsequently overcome. We
2: cut ourselves out of a pandemic in which there were no presidents on which to rely, and where even the experts admitted they had no clear-cut solution. We did it by being resolute, being focused, and working very hard, and by accepting that we had to stick together. With a similar frame of mind and attitude, we shall overcome the economic difficulties as well, sooner rather than later. I have no doubts at all in my mind. We are on the right path and we will soon start to see significant improvements in the economy and in the living standards of Ghanaian.
1: With the IMF package being touted as bailout funding, President Akufuado is now asking Ghanaians to be cautiously optimistic as the path to Ghana's economic recovery is a long one and cannot be instantly fixed by a silver bullet.
2: The International Monetary Fund has been most supportive And we have ended up with having our program approved in record time, culminating in the formal approval by the IMF board on 17th May. As I'm sure we have all heard by now, the details of the program have been explained by officials of the fund and by our Minister for Finance and the Governor of the Bank of Ghana. The first tranche of 600 million United States dollars has been credited to our national account out of the $3 United States dollars that we have negotiated to receive within a period of 36 months. Fellow Ghanaians, access to the IMF facility will not spell the immediate end of the difficulties we are in presently. But the fact that we've been able to negotiate such a deal sends a positive message to our trading partners, creditors, and investors. A positive message that will be underpinned by the discipline, hard work, and enterprise with which we execute the program. It should lead to the restoration of confidence and the reopening of avenues that have been closed to us this past year and a half. It should also lead to the resumption of many of the infrastructural projects that have stalled.
0: And a quick look at the markets. The market segment is part by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. The Food and Agriculture Food Price Index fell to 124.3 in May of 2023, the lowest since April 2021, and compared to an upwardly revised 127.7 in April. Prices for vegetable oils went down 8.7%, a sixth consecutive decline due to the lower prices across palm, soy, rapeseed and sunflower oils. Also, the cost of cereals fell 4.8% standing now at 25.3% below its record high a year ago, prompted by a 3.5% decline in wheat prices due to prospects for ample global supplies in the upcoming 2023- 2024 season and the extension of the Black Sea Grain Initiative. In addition, cost of dairy dropped 3.2% amid a steep drop in cheese prices. On the other hand, meat prices rose 1%. The fourth consecutive increase amid higher demand for poultry and bovine meat. Also, sugar prices extended gains for a fourth month and were up 5.5% amid rising concerns of how the development of the El Nino phenomenon may affect the 2023-2024 crops, together with lower than early expected global availabilities in the 2022-2023 season. On a quick trip around Africa, African countries are struggling to raise funding after attempts to borrow from the international capital markets were hastened by rising interest rates and depreciating currencies, which have pushed debt repayments through the roof. A new report by Africa Zimbank shows that the bond issuance by African countries declined by 70% in 2022, with some countries such as Kenya compelled to cancel planned euro bond issues, according to the report titled Africa's 2023 growth prospects securing growth resilience. In a poly-crisis world, only three African countries, Angola, Nigeria, and South Africa, successfully accessed international capital markets in 2022, raising $6 billion, down from nine countries that raised almost $20 billion in 2021. Tightening global financial conditions, the report notes, resulted in disproportionate increases in risk spread and large-scale capital flow reversals, causing most African countries to be shut out of capital markets has postponed the implementation of the central bank digital currency in the near future, saying the current pain points in payments could potentially continue to be addressed by other innovative solutions. The central bank digital currency had been viewed as a silver bullet that would save Kenya billions by reducing the amount of hard cash printed, especially with the exit of De La Rue from the local market. Central bank digital currencies are digital tokens similar to cryptocurrency issued by a central bank. Experts had opined that the use of digital currency would work to eliminate the cost of printing cash on top of lowering transaction costs and making it easy for central banks to implement monetary policy in real time however the central bank of kenya has raised concerns with the initial cost of its implementation and the change in push for the currency adoption terming it a not compelling priority the Central Bank of Mozambique held its key MIMO rate steady at 17.25 in its May 31st meeting, keeping borrowing costs at their highest since March 2018. The bank said the decision was supported by the prevalence of high risks and uncertainties associated with the inflation projections, despite the prospects of single-digit inflation in the medium term. The annual inflation rate in Mozambique eased to a near one-year low of 9.61% in April of 2020 from 10.82 in the prior month. The central bank decided to increase the required cash reserve ratio for national currency to 39% from 28% and to 39.5% from 28.5% for foreign currency, aiming to absorb excess liquidity, which has the potential to generate inflationary pressure. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of The K Financial. If you have any suggestions or just want to check out more stories, visit the website. That is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial and you can find me at The Dome.